0: In our um, church morning services, we've been actually talking about uh, practicing the presence of God. And I think that's a a subject that uh, um, all of us want to know. How do we, we know that God is there all the time, 24-7, but how come we don't really enjoy God's presence in our lives? I want to take a few moments to actually talk about that because this is very important because uh, all of us need to experience the presence of God in our lives. Um, the reason is because we get so distracted by so many things, we miss out on enjoying God's presence. Some time ago, I took um, uh, some friends from overseas to the Blue Mountain uh, to show them the famous Three Sisters. Yeah, any of you have been up there? Saw so that Three Sisters? I'm sure most of you have done it. Um, on our way, I was telling them about how majestic and how beautiful these uh, mountains are. And uh, I was really building them up and saying, look, you know, this is going to be a great place. And uh, you probably have never seen something like that. It's a fantastic view. And I was just talking about, yeah, they're kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to see this. And so we got up there finally. And unfortunately, when we got there, this is the view that we were confronted with. That's not, this is the view. Can you see the three sisters there? There's no three sisters. So <laughs> the fog was so thick, we could not see anything basically. And I'm trying to explain to them, these are American friends, I'm trying to explain to them, that's where the three sisters, yeah, he said, yeah, we believe in you. Believe but you know, we can't see it. Actually, this is what I really wanted to show my friends. Can I, Yeah, this is one. This is what I really wanted to show them. But unfortunately that day, we could not see it. We had to come back. And I had to keep on telling them, yeah, it is a beautiful place. And they keep saying, yeah, we believe what you saying, but we haven't seen it. Anyway, in the same way, we all know the fact that God's presence is with us always. But sometimes, the distractions of life can blind us from enjoying God's presence. And Psalm 55, the passage we're going to look at, where David talks about this very thing. As he went about his typical day, you know, David was a king. He was a spiritual leader. uh, He was a a man walking with God. He faced all kinds of distractions in his life that took his eyes off the Lord. And he talks about four distractions he had to deal with. I'm sure that all of us can identify with this one. Number one, destructive thoughts. Destructive thoughts. Look at what he said. My thoughts trouble me and I'm distraught. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death assail me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. Can you just imagine the kind of mental anguish this guy is going through? This negative thinking that he is going through? It is like thinking, what is the use? I will never get over this problem. What is the use? I will never be able to enjoy life. What's the use? I will never be able to find a good partner. What is the use? I will never get better physically. Do you go through that mental anguish sometimes? Thinking about what's the use of life? What's the use of living? Because you have gone through some tough times in your life. If you feel this way from time to time, let me say this to you, you are not alone. You are not alone. We all go through that sometime and it is a distraction we need to be aware of. Another distraction David had to deal with was determined enemies. It is sad of life. Let me read this verse to you first. Uh, Verse 11 it says, destructive forces are at work in the city. Threats and lies never leave its streets. It is a sad fact of life that some people in this world do not wish you well. They don't like to see you happy and progressing in your life. What I call they sometimes rejoice when you are mourning, and they mourn when you are rejoicing. Have you seen people like that? Do you have friends like that? Oh, all stunned. (laughs) So they can become a distraction in our life. They would have to deal with another distraction, that is disloyal friends. Look at what he said. If an enemy were insulting me, I could endure it. If a foe were rising himself against me, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man like myself, my companion, my close friend, with whom I once endured sweet fellowship as we walked with the throng at the house of God. You see, disloyalty is one of the distractions we all have to deal with time to time. You know, some of you if you look back in your life, in the past, you had some very good friends. But now, they have almost become your enemies. Is that right? Yes. There are times some of those people made you a hero. Now, they have made you a zero. Isn't it? Yeah, you, you are just, they don't like you at all. So, disloyalty. This loyalty is one of the distractions we all have to deal with from time to time. And it is a distraction that can take your focus away from the Lord. If you just keep focusing on those friends who left you and were disloyal to you, you're not going to make progress in your life because you're focusing on them rather than focusing on God who is with you and he's the best friend. David also faced another distraction, that is, the desire to escape. The desire to escape. He said, look at what he said in verse 6. If I had the wings of the dove of a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far from far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter far from the tempest and the storm. Can you imagine this guy who is writing is a king? I mean he's living in his palace. And now he's saying, I would rather go and live in a desert. I want to run away, because I cannot handle this. This pressure, this distraction, these complications, I cannot handle, and I want to run away. Can I ask you this question: Have you ever wanted to run away? Anybody here <laughs> We all want to run away sometimes, isn't it? Because sometimes it is too much for us to bear. And we say, if I could just get away from this place, if I could just run away from this place, you know, my life will be better. Here's the problem if you want to run away. You can run away from your problems. You can run away from other people. You can run away from uh, from your job. You can run away from the church. You can run away from your family. But... You can never, ever run away from God. The Bible says that God is everywhere at all times. The omnipresence of God. God is everywhere at all times. So you can never run away from God, my friend. Because God is with you all the time, 24-7. Wherever you go, God is there. So when you're faced with all kinds of distractions in your life, you need God's power and his presence to guide you through the day. In Psalm 55, David shows us how he did it. He believed in the promises of God. He talks about three promises of God. i really like you to think about this and meditate upon when you you go through tough times. Uh, These are the things that helped um, David in his life. It's interesting, when when you read David's Psalms, most of the Psalms, you see, is the beginning of the Psalms, that you see that, you know, he kind of um, explain the troubles and the struggle that he's going through. Uh, he almost like says, I-, I can't even feel the presence of God in my life. Most of the Psalms, he says, in the beginning. But as you read through the Psalm, progressively that you see that he's coming to know more of God's presence in his life. And then his attitude, his perspective changes. And so all of us in our lives... You know, sometimes we feel that God is far away from us. Sometimes we feel that, you know, where is God's presence? We ask why you're doing all these things. But as we continue to read God's word, as we continue to uh, open our understanding to un- understand God's presence in our lives, we find that God becomes closer and closer to us. Or we become closer to God in our lives. So that's exactly what um, um, David did in this situation. If you look at all those distractions he talked about, it, now he, he's changing his attitude, his perspective. So number one is talk to God and he will hear you. Look at verse 11. Evening, morning and noon I cry out in distress and he hears my voice. Notice David is aware of God's presence 24-7. So he keeps going back to God again and again, evening, morning, and noon. And most of us, we need to do that also. You know, sometimes we get up in the morning and we have a bit of a prayer, read the Bible, and you say, oh, that's it. You know, that'll be enough for me today. And uh, Kiran talked about last week about spending time uh, in, in God's presence. You know, it's not something that you do, you know, once, uh, once a week or once a day. But God's presence is all the time with us. Every moment he is there. Every moment we can call out to God. Every moment that we can talk to God. You know, as a pastor, sometimes, you know, I go through this roller coaster experience in my life. You know, a couple of Sundays ago, I was actually with a family Sunday after church and was enjoying some really nice meal, having fun, watching a movie and all that. But last Sunday... I was spending time with a young couple who lost their one, only one child in a tragic accident. And, and sometimes you sit there and say, what can you say in this situation? There is nothing you can say in that situation. There is no word that I say that's going to help them. You just have to sit there and just, to, just to listen to them they're anguish, they cry. You see, if you are not aware of God's presence in your life 24-7, my friends, it is very, very difficult for you to go through those kind of experiences in my life as a pastor. And I found one of the things that I have learned in my life is that you know sometimes you get a phone call and you have no clue what is going to happen? Who is on the other side? And what they're going to say to me, I have no idea. It could be I'm hearing a great news that they're getting engaged or they're getting married or they're having a baby. Or it could be something like that. They lost their child or someone has a cancer. And so, a few years ago, I said, look, I really need to get God in this situation in every situation, I cannot handle this. So I started praying I said, before I answer any phone calls, I just talk to God. I said, God, I have no idea what's going to happen. Who is going to talk to me? What, what's the message I'm going to get? And I need your help. Every phone calls. So if you, um, uh, if you ring me up and uh, there's a silence there, I'm actually praying, okay? Not because I'm rude. Okay, I'm just asking God, because I don't know what you're going to ask me, and I need God's wisdom. It's the same thing, every decision that I make, I decided that I pray before I do that. I have made that a habit in my life. And I think, you know, we all need to do that in our lives, because we don't know, we are confronted with all kinds of problems in our lives, all kinds of issues in our life all kinds of situations that we face. We don't know what's going to happen. And some of you can look back this even this year and see things happen in your life that you never expected. And you wonder how you handle that situation. Without God's presence, God's support, God's grace in your life, my friends, you will never be able to go through those situations in your life. So David recognized that. That's why he said, I go to God. I, I, I go back to God. I return to God again and again. Morning, noon, evening, 24-7. <coughs> Sorry. I'm with him. <coughs> I need some water. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. <coughs> So much. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to be get baptized, my friends. I'm just wondering. <laughs> Is there an illustration in this sermon now? We can. We can make that. Or uh, can you make one up for me? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, things like this happen. And uh, and you need people to run to you with some water. <laughs> so, see, what I'm trying to say is that I, I, I find as a pastor that I go through all that, I'm sure that all of us we have, you know, we, we sometimes you know, go through those tough times in our lives. You go to a doctor and the doctor says, oh, I think you look like cancer. Or, you know, you only have a few days to leave. Or you may have to do this and that. You know, it's, it's frightening. And, uh, and, and we really need to uh, go back to God again and again uh, to experience His presence in our lives. So, the second promise that we find in, in this psalm is: cast your case on God and He will sustain you. Now, that's exactly what verse 22 says: look at this, cast your case on the Lord and He will sustain you. So, I just, you know, um, rephrase that one and just put it there cast your case on him and he will sustain you 1st Peter chapter 5 we have the same promise and I want you to read this verse with me please 1st Peter 5 7 let's read together cast all your anxiety upon him because he cares for you." you see when the distractions of the day become too much for you to handle you can turn them over to God He will give you the strength to survive. He will give you the peace that you need in your life when you go through that time. You don't have to deal with your worries and cares all alone. And that's what most of us do. We say, I can handle it. But you can give them to God. Lord, this is a problem that I don't know how how I can handle. I need your strength. I need your wisdom. And this is a prayer that he always answers. When you ask for strength, when you ask for wisdom, the Bible says, he will give it to us. Look at this verse in James uh, chapter 1. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask what? Google? No. Ask God. He gives generously to all without fault, finding fault, and it will be given to you. You know, most of us, we run to Google, isn't it? That's where we get the answers. But you know, God is there. Before the Google came, God is there. And we can talk to him and he will give you the wisdom that you need. You know, what what decision that you should make. You know, where you need to leave or what you need to do with your life. All this wisdom comes from God. So, Psalm 55 promises that if you return to God again and again throughout the day, casting all your cares upon him, he will hold you up. Now, the third promise we find in this Psalm is trust in God and he will save you. Trust in God and he will save you. Look at what David said in verse 16. I call to God and the Lord saves me. But as for me, I trust in you. Now, so often we think that we can handle the problems that comes our way. Our attitude is, never mind, Lord, I can handle it today. You know, don't bother about this. I'm okay. I can handle it. That attitude is a recipe for disaster, my friend. Because life Just doesn't work that way. And I can tell you from my experience, that doesn't work that way. You think that you can handle it by yourself, but it will end up in disaster. You need God's intervention, you need to ask God to save you from your sin and from yourself. You need to invite Jesus Christ into your life and ask him to forgive your sin and will. That's why Jesus died on the cross. That's what the kids were talking about. That's what the kids learned. Jesus Christ came and he died on the cross and rose from the dead to prove that he's an almighty, powerful God and who wants to live with you 24-7. So when you have that sort of resources available, you know, why do I need to go somewhere else? Why do I need to go to somebody else? He says, I'm here with you. Ask me, talk to me, trust in me. And I will give you the wisdom and the understanding that you need to deal with the problems in your life. He will also save you from the problems of day-to-day life. I don't mean he will prevent you from experiencing problems, but he will give you the power To face the problem and go through the problems. That's why we need to return to God again and again throughout the day. Because when you continually put your trust in him, he will save you. Now every day comes with its own distractions, problems and complications. These are inevitable and these are unavoidable in our lives. Even Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, do not worry about tomorrow. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You see, troubles can blind you from experiencing the benefit of God's presence. They are like the thick fog on a winter morning. But the truth is, God is always there with you, He will never leave you nor forsake you. Fog doesn't last long, isn't it? They don't last long. When the sun shines through the fog, Just like this in the picture. can You see it? When the sun shines through that fog, the fog will slowly, slowly disappear. Let's see the next picture. Can you see the three sisters there slowly? Yeah, I can see that. But then the sun comes. Look at the final picture. There's one more. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Can you see that? My friends, the American friends, they didn't have the patience to see until the sun comes through. Because we went very early in the morning, which is a stupid thing to do if you're going to the Blue Mountain. (laughs) 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 But but, uh, they didn't have the patience to hang around. But those who said, we're going to hang around because the sun is going to come through this. And we'll be able to see that. And they were able to see that beautiful picture. You see, my friends, sometimes like that. You know, you, when you go through a tough times in your life, this huge, thick fog around you, then you say, I can't see God. I can't see God. There is no God. Where is he? God is always there, my friends. The Bible says he is the same Yesterday, today, and forever. He's an unchanging God. You know, you may change. The world around us change. The problems change. But God will never change. Those three sisters will be always there. Hopefully. <laughs> will be always there. I mean, I, I started going to the Blue Mountain many, many years now. So it's always there. So I want to encourage you this morning. Maybe some of you are going through some tough times in your life. And I want to encourage you to know that God is right beside you. You may not be able to see him clearly because you are so overwhelmed by your problems. But if you allow Jesus Christ to shine through that problems in your life, you will see clearly the presence of God. You will see clearly The beautiful face of Jesus Christ in your life. So don't just focus on the fog. Don't just focus on the problems and distraction in your life. But focus on Jesus Christ. He will shine through your life. He's with you. He knows what you're going through. He will guide you through this tough journey. And he will take you safely to the other side. So talk to him. He will listen to you. Cast your case upon him. He will sustain you and trust in him and he will save you. Let us pray.